Now, the other day I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and uh, bizarrely we were talking about Snapchat and Snapchat filters. <laughs> Not really. That's the dog snoring again in the background, by the way. Not really um, my sort of thing. However, um, this particular friend is also in business and she was saying that, hey, my daughter's on Snapchat and uh, I'm wondering whether I should do uh, advertisements there. What do you think? Um and uh, I had to smile to myself. I was thinking, um, the average age of your ideal client is definitely not going to be on Snapchat. And yet that is a mistake that many people make. There's this this belief that you need to be absolutely everywhere and on every channel to achieve the goals that you want to when it comes to your business. That is not the case. So today's post and podcast, I want to talk a little bit about some steps before you start to decide what specific channel you might want to use. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise from Superfast Recruitment with the Recruitment Marketing Sales Podcast. And today's topic is which marketing channels should I use? Well, that's sort of the topic of today. I've actually spun it a little bit and I want to actually get you to think about some other things first, which is really important because people tend to just rush in and do things, particularly when they're recruitment and staffing owners, rather than actually looking at some of the data, which will actually inform them how to do it better, which is what I'm going to do today. However, if you are new here, welcome. And uh, you can... Uh, download multiple podcasts here. I think we've probably got something like 134 now that you can download. Uh, the good thing about our podcast too is if you have not visited the Superfast Recruitment website, head over there because we have a transcription with all our podcasts. So you can go over and um, I may refer to things um, that uh, you, you might want to go and check out. Well, of course, you can do that. No need to write them down or anything like that. And whilst you are on the Superfast Recruitment website, um, why not sign up for one of our free reports? And um, also you can actually sign up for one of our webinars as well. And then you'll get on our emailing list and then you'll get special invites to different things. So let me get into it. So what marketing channels should I use? A little bit of a background on this. Last week, we um, every week we do a weekly call with our Superfast Circle members. And on the call, we were I, I did a little bit of a training session around uh, Facebook because Facebook, again, depending on when you're listening to this, I'm recording it in January 2018. Facebook had done some changes and um, not ideally the best changes for people with business pages because there were some elements that uh, that meant that your your business page will not be viewed in the same way. And that got us onto a bit of a conversation about which channels to use and uh, what's ideal. So let's step back a little bit and uh, throw the question in, the, uh, the, the statement rather than a question is, it depends. 
what channels you should use. Um, what I want to do, first of all, is get you just to think about a few different things, first of all, before you then start saying, OK, I need to need to do this, this and this, because it's very easy to just follow the pack and think, well, I need to be on Twitter and I need to be on Facebook and I need to be here. Whereas maybe maybe you don't. So here's the first thing to consider. Are you losing or gaining market share now? This may sound like an odd question. Um, Sharon and I both come from a corporate background where market share was king and queen and court jester. And uh, we came from the pharmaceutical industry and everything was based on market share. And fundamentally, what we're talking about here is how am I doing compared to others in the market? Now, you will have a sense of that probably from your profit and, and loss balance sheet as to whether you are growing, whether you are plateauing, whether you are losing out contracts to and PSLs to other people. You will be able to tell that from the data that you have. And it's important, you know, to, to, to know this and do the analysis, because if you are losing market share, then or you feel you are not competing, something isn't working. And that means that it needs to be addressed. Otherwise, you will continue to slide back. It's like thing, things aren't, aren't going to happen unless you do something. You're just going to be sliding back. Because the thing about today is that we are in a growth world. We are in a growth environment. And by the pure nature of the fact that there is so much growth going on around you, if you do not grow, if you do not, not start, in, start adding different marketing channels, different sales and marketing funnels into the mix, you too will start to decline. So that's why it's really key to look at where am I compared to others in the market? You know, in the last five years, the recruitment sector has almost doubled in the UK and the figures are exactly the same in other in other places as well. So do your analysis, first of all, about, you know, where where am I? The next thing is old school is OK and you need to add an element of new school to it too. Now, I'll be honest, Sharon and I are a rare breed. And uh, I know I'm, I'm saying that, um, but uh, hey, I, I've got a little touch of ego. Um, we come from an old school marketing and sales background and uh, we worked hard and uh, when in doubt or things went belly up, it was a case of just work harder. <laughs> and in those days, it used to work. And to some to some degree, it works now. However, you have to be working hard on the right things. I'll never forget when we launched our own company. We did it. And, you know, we were both good, really good sales and marketing people. And we decided, hey, we can do this ourselves. So we did. But it just so happened that we actually launched our company 15 years ago when all the online stuff was happening. So we needed to master that as well. So I think we have a really good blend of understanding the old school and the new school and how they work together, because that's really where the magic happens. And I just want to say something here about old school, new school. What What is really important is that we now work in a workforce that is multi-generational. And they've got different values. They've got different beliefs. They've been brought up in a different way. You know, it, it's very hard 
to really grasp the impact that technology has made on us today. It's it's phenomenal, really, when you consider the fact that you can have a smartphone. You know, I have a, my, my iPhone 7 that I record videos on. I've got sort of some ridiculous amount of, of space so that I can download things from Spotify. I had a big birthday party at the weekend and I created my own playlist from Spotify. And uh, basically I pay something like nine quid a month um, to to be able to do this, you know, you imagine the impact that that has on people and the impact that this is having on your potential clients and candidates. And, you know, that old school, pick up the phone and just speak to them. Um, yes, that that does work. Of course it does. But there might be other things that you need to consider and to, to add into the market because it's all about hanging out with people where they are and talking to them in the way that they want to be spoken to. Explain a little bit more about that, because next thing to consider your ideal clients and candidates, where are they? Now, a big piece of work we always do with people when we start working with them is we really get them to think about their ideal candidate and their ideal client persona. And for some organizations that we work with as well, the, the, the ideal talent that they want to attract in as well. You know, um, what age are they? What do they like? What, what keeps them awake at night? These sorts of things. Because once you know that, then you, then you know an awful lot about your ideal person and how then you can, uh, you can connect with them. Now, the thing is that a lot of people don't do this. They don't do it at the depth that really needs to needs to happen. Um, you know, it, it's very logical and yet it still get, gets, gets missed. The thing about it, Google is your friend. So let's just say that, you know, I'm just using this as an example that your, um, you know, your ideal, and let's, let's be frank about it. You know, your ideal, um, target client is uh, HR directors um, who are, you know, in the age range of um, 40 to 50. Um, Head on to Google and you will be able to find where these people are hanging out. You will know what social network they're on, uh, where you might want to place your advertising spend. All that information is there for you and you have to use it. Just don't go blind because social media these days is amazing there are so many things that you can uh, you can do with it so you know your ideal clients and candidates you know where they are hopefully you know where they are if you've done your research the next is the secret strategy to consistent channel marketing and let me explain this um ideally you may want to connect with people. Let's just say there's a new people. People are all over social media. You know, you've got two billion uh, people a month on Facebook. Um, it, ideally, you want to connect with people on social media and drive them to your authority website. And also you want your website to be found. Now, here's the thing. Um, you have to do the groundwork because your website is your website communicating what you want not just only from a words and phrases, but also visually. Is it connecting with your ideal target client or ideal target candidate? Or is it putting people off? Funny story for you. Mrs. Newey Senior, as we um, lovingly called Sharon's mum, is a lovely lady. She likes a coffee shop, but she's also an outrageous snob. She will not go, and her daughter has taken after her, um, she will not go into certain coffee shops because 
they don't meet her criteria and they don't meet her standard. Often to do with type of tablecloth and the smell of fried bacon or various things like that. Now, amusing, an amusing story, yes. However, it's something that probably all of us can relate with. Have you ever walked past a restaurant and thought, well, I'm not going in there or I'm not doing this? It's exactly the same. And probably the, uh, the the decision making process is even faster. If your website is not up to scratch, um, you can drive all the traffic you want to it, but people are going to make a a decision about it, and they're going to go off somewhere else to a website where they can uh, where where they feel that there is a connection for them. So that's the strategy. Very very simple. Um, drive people from social media, connect with them on social media, start to engage with them, drive them to your website. Now, which channels? Again, that will depend on um, on your specific sector. Um, it'd be very easy for me to throw out some some names here or this sector does this or this sector does that. But, you know, your your data will will actually tell you that. Now, the other thing that to consider as well is that, you know, drive people to your website then give them value. It might be webinars. It might be um, simple blog posts that are written that answer the questions that they have. You know, get them to opt into your email list and then connect with them through through email and then pick up the phone and speak to them. That's how it works in today's environment. Those That's the way to actually drive people. Email is still massive. doesn't matter about GDPR. That can be handled. That's easier to handle. It actually plays into your hands in a lot of ways. So th- this is what you need to be considering doing when it comes to what channels to use. So it's a it's a very passionate topic of mine, as you can probably tell. Um, and, and so many people I see... Um, I would say get missold, but but probably follow the wrong people, and uh, they think it all has to be about one thing without actually doing their own due diligence and and checking first. So, top tip: what next? Find out as much as you can about your marketing and its people. That is marketing one hundred and one in twenty eighteen. The more you know about them, the easier it is to market to them. The easier it is to connect with them. Um, you know, have content on your website that relates to the challenges, and as soon as you can. Um, you know, get them onto your email list, start to market to them, start to add value and you will watch your placements soar. So this is Denise from Superfast Recruitment talking about channel marketing saying bye for now. <laughs>